and when I was flying for the airlines in my, you know, in my late 20s, uh, I had, pat, you know, I'm standing there at the door greeting passengers. I've had passengers remark, oh my gosh, there's babies flying this airplane, you know, because I look like a little kid when I was almost 30. And, you know, and I, I was make some snazzy comment like, yeah, it's career day over at the high school. I thought I'd come over and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So but it goes I, the other I, way, too. Hi, welcome to the Pro Pilot Playbook, where we give the tips, tricks, and hacks to become professional pilots faster and cheaper. I'm Mike Martin. And I'm Sean Ritchie. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We've got a, another great episode today. The uh, uh, questions keep piling into our email. We're getting you know a lot of great ideas. We've been doing some interview videos and everything. In the meantime, all these uh, questions keep uh, popping up. So what we'd like to do yes. is hit a couple good ones that we've had in this video. Um, we've had some feedback saying, hey, maybe you should do shorts with questions. We may get into some of that, but but right now we just pick some of the best ones and we want to run through because I think the answers to these would be beneficial to you know a lot of our viewers. But again, we love the questions. We love the support. You know, we get emails from people saying how wonderful um, we're, we're helping them. That's encouragement to us. We like uh, we like encouragement. Um, and, and then all the questions are great. It, it really helps us review those and decide what podcast we're going to do. And uh, we love, we, on that note, please like and subscribe to the podcast uh, uh, because as that builds the YouTube algorithm, that builds momentum, helps keep me and Sean excited to bring a great material. Right. And if you're, you know, if you are watching us and maybe this, you haven't, this isn't your first time here, you've watched this a few times and you realize that hey, we may be actually helping people and dropping some good information. Right. Uh, you know, hitting that subscribe button and the like button, you know, that helps the uh, push to the top of the list so other people can. Right. And us. share these videos too yeah. to people that might be interested in aviation that, sure. you you know, yeah, yeah, might be thinking about it. But, and, uh, and, and speak of, speaking, Mike, of uh, people <laughs> getting excited about us and, you know, engaging or whatever. Oh, yeah. From what uh, I think you told me a few days ago, somebody else, another site, oh, yeah. somebody else, another site is you on so, the road. <laughs> I, I got to tell to all the viewers now, Sean is starting to get jealous. I think he is because <laughs> I'm constantly being stopped in FBOs and and no and, and no one ever stops him. So please, when you see him out at an airport, please stop. Act like he says, ask for his autograph. Right. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, yeah, That's yeah, because yeah. I'm sitting uh, in that Delta lounge. I don't hang out in the FBO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was in upstate New York and uh, I was standing out in front of the FBO talking to the other pilot and a guy walks by and he just stops dead in his tracks when he hears my voice. And he's like, hey, I know that voice. Are you Mike? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, great guy. I think his name was Kenny. Wow. He had his family with him. It wasn't yeah, even a doing... sighting. It was a listening. A listening, yeah, maybe he's a Spotify guy. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he uh, uh, he ends up uh, stopping me, and uh, it was actually we were waiting out front because the passengers were going to pull up, so I didn't get a chance to give him a tour of the airplane. But um, you know, uh, certainly if you see me and there's time, or you see Sean, uh, say hello, and then we'll uh, we'll see what we can do as far as maybe uh, uh, showing you the the thing. But yeah, yeah, Kenny was great. He had his whole family there. He's second career guy making the change. You know. Nice. Um, Wow. Very encouraging, you know. Um, Good luck. You know, we're getting the, yeah, yeah, and we're we're getting the information out there that these uh, uh, these uh, video, you know, this pilot shortage is real, and people can really do this. So, you know, I know it's helpful to a lot of people. It's kind of a 
cool airport that I saw him at. It's called Rome, New York RME. It's up in uh, upstate New York, and this place was something else, man. It's the the runway there. It, it was an old B fifty two Air Force Base, Griffiths oh, wow. Air Force Base, and uh, the runway is two hundred by twelve thousand. Uh, so wow. it's 200 feet wide and 12,000 feet long. Oh, is this and, the airport uh, where they had that, um, the, when they redid Woodstock? Yes. And, yes. and the disaster in the nineties, Woodstock, yes. Woodstock, yes, Woodstock 99 or something. 99, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's a Netflix, uh, uh, show about yeah. what the re, re, remaking of Woodstock where they did this at that airport. And yeah, and a lot of bad things oh, happened, yeah. but uh, but it's a cool airport, you know, to, to see that. And that's where I saw uh, saw those guys at. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, love it, love it. So, uh, Sean, I think you got, you've got a good question here to start off with. Yeah, yeah. So to get back into our old question episodes here, we're combining, we're going to do two of them at once today because they're, they're a similar subject and, and topic. And, and uh, I don't know, we'll just get into it here. Okay. Right, the first one's from, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read them both and we'll go through this stuff. Uh, first one's from JB. Actually, it looks like his name's James. James, thank you for the question. The subject is question about COVID policy and age. Hi, guys. Really enjoying your podcast on YouTube. I just had a couple qu quick questions. What is the airline's policy on COVID vaccine these days? Are pilots at the airline still required to get the shot? If so, how many shots are required to be considered vaccinated? Are corporate pilots required to get the shot? Uh, if so, how many shots to be considered vaccinated? Any other info regarding the shot uh, for pilots that you think is relevant would be greatly appreciated. My second question is about age. I am 56, which I know is a little late to be starting for a job at a major airlines, but from watching your videos, a corporate job still may be an option. My question is, is there any ageism when it comes to hiring pilots? Would the person hiring rather hire a young whippersnapper <laughs> <laughs> that has years or or somebody that has years and years of flying uh, ahead or that has years and years of uh, flying ahead of them instead of an older pilot that doesn't have quite as many years of flying ahead of them? Have you seen any ageism happen uh, during your career? One more hmm. quick one. One more quick one. He says, do corporate pilots get hired right out of school or is there a minimum number of flight hours required to be hired? Like the airlines, he's referring to the airlines, which require 1500 hours. Um, and then he, uh, that's pretty much the end of the question. Oh, he does say this. Um, which uh, he's talking about watching another video, but then he says, I know I got to get out there and take action. Like you guys always say in your videos, looking forward to hearing right. from you. Keep up the good work. Oh so, man, take action, man. Implementation yeah. is key, yeah. man. You know, that's uh, you, you, yeah, you can't, you can't just sit around, man. You got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you guys are watching today, just go out to a, a small airport and walk around, start talking to people or whatever, just right. get in the mix, get in the mix. That's yeah. uh that's a good thing. But all right. You so know, the second this... one real quick, real quick for you. Okay. I think, cause I think they're so similar. Um, it'll, we're going to overlap on some of this. Sure. Go ahead and read the other one. This one's from Joshua. And Joshua says, hello, Sean and Mike. I just started watching you guys, your guys' videos on YouTube and absolutely love all the information you give. I'm currently doing the ground school for my private pilot's license. And once I get that foundation under me, I want to get a corporate pilot position as quickly as possible. My question is, how soon after I get all my certificates will I be able to get 
to a to a good pay scale. I'm currently making 85 grand a year salary, but work around 50 hours a week. I'm a CNC programmer for an automotive manufacturer. And I have worked in a factory since I was straight out of high school and looking to do a career change. I've always loved airplanes, but my biggest fear is letting my wife and two-year-old son down with taking on this huge amount of debt. We currently only owe on a house we just finished building in, uh, wow. in Tennessee. Other than that, absolutely no debt. Hope uh, you can answer my question. Look forward to hearing back. Thank you for your time and keep the videos coming. Great question. Man, that's Josh. A great, yeah, and, these are all really good. And, uh, and JB, or I guess I should, I should call you James. Uh, but you guys, Mike, I think we're being, um, typecast or pigeonholed into just being corporate pilots here. And, and uh, all these guys, I don't know, maybe because that's what we talk about a lot. A lot of the, yeah. our emails, our questions are, you know, folks wanting to be corporate pilots. And, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah that's yeah, not necessarily, uh, you know, we really want to be pushing for both. And as a matter of fact, the more, I don't know the, the state, I don't know want to use the word stable. But the more reliable numbers and information that we can give probably is from the airline uh, point of view, because uh, in the corporate world, it could that can mean anything, you know, that could right. mean, that could mean flying for a huge flight department at Coca-Cola, or it could be flying around in the right seat of a, a little turboprop King Air, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, you could also do both. You could use your corporate experience to get to your 1,500 hours and then go to the airlines. Where yeah, absolutely. Right, where right now, a regional jet pilot, a regional airline pilot, you know, they're throwing you fifty to $80,000 bonuses just for going with that company instead of their competitor. And you're making pretty much damn near hundred grand a year out of the gate at these companies now. But yeah, yeah. to get into the actual answering the questions these guys got <laughs> we, we're, we're good at digressing you know <laughs> I, I i the vaccine question i think we should address that first because sure uh, uh uh it is to certain people it's a huge freaking deal i mean you know certain people it it, it would actually just rule out a career in aviation for some people, because some people feel very, very, very strongly about this issue, regardless yeah. of your views, and we're not going to get into any of that. Uh, we, we can talk about um, how, how this has affected the industry and things. So, um, in my opinion, and I'm not an expert on this subject matter, but it is all kind of dying, basically, yeah. the, the vaccination thing. Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's pretty yeah, much I, done. I, it's pretty much done. I haven't, when that was going on, there was, there was airlines. When it was hot and heavy you know, and, you know, all of your major fortune 500 companies were requiring employees to do it. Of course, the airlines were requiring pilots to do it, except for a couple. There were a hand few of major airlines that didn't want anything to do with it. They weren't going to force it. Um, but there were others that were, and when that was going on, the chatter on the, you know, on the Facebook pilot groups and just in our industry, it was everywhere. And I haven't heard a peep out of any of it uh, in a long time, which leads me to believe that they are done with it. I don't want to sit here and say that there is no, there isn't a major still requiring it because there is a possibility there is maybe one, but I, mm -hmm. I don't think that 
it was, I should preface all this with when they were requiring it, the ones that were requiring it, I had heard several firsthand stories of people not having to take it with a religious exemption or some other thing. They weren't, it wasn't a black and white, nope, you can't work here thing. They were working yeah. with folks. They were working with folks that didn't want it. Um, and like I said, there were some majors that didn't even want to touch it and were not requiring it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds about right. And the, the common theme in the corporate world was, well, we're we're not going to make you get it unless we go somewhere where it's required, right? right. And then exactly. it, it, if your if your vaccination status prevents you from getting your mission done as a pilot, then we 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 got a problem. So I I you know I haven't been I've been and that's meaning when you travel internationally, sure. Um, and you know I haven't had anyone ask for my vaccination card. Uh, since I, well, I did have, uh, I was doing some international travel to the islands in the height of COVID and, and they would check your cards. Um, but, but now, I mean, I don't, I, I haven't had anyone look or right. ask, have you had no, any? No, uh, yeah. no. And I was, I was just in Costa Rica not too long ago and they were one of the countries that were, that was really pushing. They, no, it, it's, I think it's pretty much done. Um, and I, I don't think it's a concern whatsoever. Great question though, because it's possible some other people are thinking that, but right. it's nothing to be concerned about to stop you from pursuing this. If it's, if you're one of the people that didn't want anything to do with it, don't no Keep chasing this thing. Right. Down. Keep chasing uh, it down. Yeah. Keep right. Going. Yep. Cool. So what was the next? Section? All right. So he was talking about ageism. Uh, James yeah. was also asking about, have we seen any ageism? Um, yeah. and I, my response to that directly is no, I haven't seen any ageism. What I have seen is, um, more of, uh, I don't know what kind of ism you put on this, but there is a little bit of a taboo or in the, the guys that retire from the airlines and then want to go corporate. And I've actually experienced it firsthand of these, these guys that spent you know, 30 years at the airlines and I decide they want to go do corporate stuff. And, you know, at that point, they're mid sixties pushing 70 and you can do that. You have to retire from the airlines at 65. Right. And then right. these guys want to keep doing something. And then they come over to our world, Mike, you know, do this corporate stuff. And um, I've, I've seen this firsthand, you know, training guys. And, and uh, we actually had to let a guy go from our company that, uh, they have a difficulty keeping up at the at the speed we move not not the mm -hmm. aircraft speed but i mean how we have to you know we are the forward face of everything in in what we do at the airlines you got a you got a ticket counter person you got a gate agent right. you got flight attendants right. you got people cleaning the airplane you got people that figure out what fuel you're doing you figure out your flight plans Yes. I mean, at many airlines, you don't even, I mean, you could ask request to put more fuel on the airplane, but uh, you're not touching that fuel. That's already been figured out by a licensed dispatcher. In our world, we do everything, all of those items, cleaning the airplane, even if something breaks, we're organizing and making sure the mechanics out there fixing it. So right. uh, these guys that spent 30 years doing an airline pilot's job where the only responsibility you have is you know, having your butt in that seat at whatever time it says on the schedule, everything else is done for you. 
those guys have trouble transitioning into our world after 30 years of doing that. And I think age may play into that, but I've never yeah. seen somebody not get hired because of uh, age um, in my experience. Now yeah. I don't, I, it could happen at the airlines, like a 121, like a, you know, a Delta United American. Um, I don't know if it's pop and they would never advertise this. I'm just speculating. This is Sean Ritchie speculation. It's possible that if you rolled into Delta uh, United, you know, as a 59 year old, right. They, they, right. There may be some apprehension to hire you when they got uh, a room full of uh, 25 to 35 year olds in about to be interviewed behind you. I, I don't know though. That's, that's a wild speculation and probably something I shouldn't even have said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, no, my, my comment would be very similar to that in, in that I haven't seen it. I really haven't. Corporate is different than aviation. It all just depends on the particular employer. So it depends sure. on that preference of that employer, if there is any bias there. Um, so I have actually seen d different conversations with different owners and operators that, um, uh, you know, some guys like to see older guys. Um, yeah. Some guy. Some co companies may have had issues with uh, with older guys in the cockpit. Maybe you know, I don't know, medical medical out. I'm making this up, but like uh, you know, and couldn't fly or or just thought they weren't with it or something. Um, and then they want to see younger guys in the cockpit because uh, they think younger guys their reflexes are faster and all that right. stuff. A lot of people with a lot of money are older. And, sure. and uh, they can relate better to to people in their age group. It, it's just it's a, it's a, it's just a natural thing, right? People can relate more to people in their age group, right? Absolutely. If you're if you're in your mid forties, you want to talk to other people about their kids that are older. If you're in your early thirties, you know you're talking about things that people in their early thirties do, which is have babies and they're sleeping up up all night and that that thing they can relate to that. And then if you're in your twenties. You know, you're you're uh, you know going out and partying and stuff, and and maybe right. you like to talk about that. So when you look at the demographics of uh, jet owners, um, you know it takes a lot of time to make a lot of money. Generally right. speaking, well, yeah, so and, and James, I've had it go both ways too. You know, I yeah. uh, <laughs> I've had passengers tell me I've had a co-pilot with me who was significantly older than me at the time. You know, he had some gray hair going, and I had a passenger comment. Like, hey, it's nice. I like to see a little gray hair in that cockpit. I've you heard know? that. And and, yeah. and I'm I'm 46, and I've always had a bit of a baby face on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I came from the factory with, and when I was flying for the airlines in my you know in my late 20s, uh, I had pat. You know, I'm standing there at the door greeting passengers. I've had passengers remark, "Oh my gosh, there's babies flying this airplane." You know, because I looked like a little kid when I was almost 30, and you know, and I, I always make some snazzy comment like, yeah, it's career day over to high school. I thought I'd come over and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So, but it goes I, the other I, way, too. I had an owner, real quick on that point, yeah. uh, owner here in Cincinnati. I flew his jet, and he had one of these single pilot jets, that Premier, the Premier jet that I, I fly. There's probably only two or three guys on the planet that have more time in that airplane than I do. And I fly it all around single pilot. And he was an older gentleman, but he liked the fact that, that I was a little younger. He didn't want the guy with gray hair because I was single pilot. He's like, yeah, yeah. You know, I love you. You're young, you're young and healthy and you take care of yourself and you know, whatever he wanted, 
the younger guy in the cockpit. So it goes both ways. I would not get hung up on it, I guess, is the point. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's cases for both. So, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, it, uh, James, your next question here is also uh, pretty much the exact same question that Joshua or Josh is asking. And that is the um, can somebody right out of flight school with minimum hours become a corporate pilot instead of like the airline guy who has to get to the 1500 hours? And that is a great question. I'm so glad both of you asked that because uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to dig into it, this it, a little bit. So while you were talking, Sean, I was thinking about these YouTubers and their their witty things that get people to like and subscribe. So I was thinking oh, yeah, I should have yeah. said, well, we're talking about the jab in the arm. You should jab the like button. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and regardless <laughs> of how old you are, you're not too old to like and subscribe our channel or too young. <laughs> right, right. So anyway, continue. Go ahead. Right, 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 right. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, can a corporate guy go right into a job? Absolutely, because corporate is in that part 91 world. If uh, we've talked about this over and over again, the, the separate slivers of the industry, the part 121 airlines, the part 135 charter, the part 91 corporate or private jet world, which is what Mike and I are in. And that is uh, absolutely, you can go right into it. Um, it's in our program that we actually sell. We go into some great detail on this for someone who wants to skip being a certified flight instructor. Um, although it's, you know, we don't recommend that it, it is a possibility using this. Uh, so with something as little as a commercial instrument and multi-engine rating, uh, you could have right around, you, you know, technically, you know, less than 300 hours between 253 and 300 hours. And uh, you could get hired by somebody to go out and sit right seat in a jet. It's hundred percent legal. And uh, people do it all the time. As a matter of fact, at the aircraft management company that that I work at slash co-run, um, that's one of our little things to get guys, and and we we bring them in the guys that are probably flight instructing. A lot of them are flight instructors, and we put them in the right seat of these jets, and and uh, it's awesome for them, and it's good for us because we can get an employee that's that's green, and we can train them up the way we want, just like the military does with people right out of high school. We can teach them the way we want the job done, and uh, and. It, it, it's, uh, you know, we can get guys a little cheaper than, than somebody who already has 4,000 hours and is type rated in four jets. And, you know, they're going to be wanting, you know, significant, whatever it works out for everybody, I guess is my point I'm trying to make. Um, and you don't have to be pigeonholed into that corporate job either. Um, some guys like corporate, but, you know, to answer your question more specific, Joshua, you know, you could go that route, get to the paying job. And there are country parts of this country where you could make a good living as a flight instructor too. You know, we just had that retired, uh, the retired Coast Guard guy on that interview. He was saying out in California, was it California or Phoenix? Um, flight instructors are making $150 an hour. That That's phenomenal money. But uh, that's oh, what yeah. 
that's what it takes to retain a flight instructor out in that area because it's saturated with corporate aviation. And these guys are getting their commercial instrument multi and running off to go sit in the right seat of a jet for somebody instead of flight instructing. Um, so you could do that corporate job, that low time corporate job, or there's other things you can do. There's mapping jobs. There's, there's a whole slew of banner selling. Yeah. A whole slew of low time pilot jobs. Uh, but you could do one of those until you reach your 1500 and then run off to the airlines. And like I just mentioned in the beginning of the video, you know, get that bonus for, uh, your new hire bonus and be making some good money. And you're not going to sit in that regional jet job very long before you're at the majors. And now we're talking that, you know, that's where the big dough is, you know, that we're. we're yeah, all- totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, this kind of ties into this, the, the other viewers question. That's good that, that about, you know, he's in a current job. What do he say? He's making 80,000 or something. 80, 85,000 is a CNC programmer. So those machines. Yeah. That- that that cut and shape metal into car parts sounds like uh, yeah that's good yeah that's good mechanical background so um i i you know um these the pay keeps coming up on these entry level jobs right. and you, you know uh, now you got to have 1500 hours for this but those regional airlines are some of them are offering huge signing bonuses 100k right Stuff yeah like that. yeah if you're already there's different tiers of it like they're even they got they got some um bonuses that uh you know if you're the guy that's already flying for another airline and you're a captain you know they're giving these guys 150 150 K to leave that company and come be a captain for their company, you know, stuff like that's going on too. But, uh, you know, we should dig into what Josh is asking a little bit here, Mike, cause he's talking about this huge amount of debt. And, you know, we were, we were talking about in the free video that we have up on our website right now, if you guys go check it out, um, you put in your email address and watch this video. We talk in detail about the program that ATP, the pretty much the, biggest flight school in the country right now what they're hooked up with the uh was sally may or freddie i always yeah, mix, sally may, I yeah. mix the education stuff up with the real estate uh because they're Fannie similar. may and freddie mac yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that thing is a it's a deferred payment doesn't start for a year um after you're done with training and uh man that's and and you can start with zero hours um, so a year after you're done with everything and have a job, then the payments start coming in and it's, you know, not a big deal. Right. And the other thing, Josh, uh, you know, because you say here's, here's something that's key that, you know, made my ears perk up as I read 50 hours a week, you're not even going to be <laughs> in a fraction of that as a pilot. So even if you do that first flying job that you take because it's in your backyard and it's only paying 50, 55 K or something for the first year. Cause they're trying to figure out if they like you or something. Right. Uh, you could be doing some contract CNC work. You come in as a contractor or a, right. You know? Yeah. And still be, you could even negotiate, you know, you could get your pay and benefits from your flying job and then negotiate with your old company wherever right. he's at. Some kind say, of part-time hey, thing. Yeah. Right, because everybody's short on skilled labor, so they're probably not going to want you to quit. So you go back and say, hey, you know, on the days I'm not flying, I'll come in and run these machines. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I do not – I say this all the time, you know, and I think it's it, – it because 
as I get older, I realize how more and more it's true. Uh, you know, we rarely ever do we regret the stuff that we did, you know, cause you can always chalk it up to a learning experience right? or, right. Hey, if I wouldn't have did that, I would have never discovered this. We hardly ever, ever, ever regret the stuff we did. Even if it's right. I know this sounds nuts, but even if it's something as crazy as a DUI, I've heard some nutty stories about the path people take in life and the things their eyes were open to after whatever happened, negative or positive or negative. Um, it's the things we didn't do. That's the stuff we, reg we regret. That's the stuff that stings and hurts as right. we age. So don't chase you this miss, down. It's 100 percent of the you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Absolutely. Toss off the bow lines, put the ship out at sea, man. You got to run, take action. We are in the greatest time ever to get into this industry. Don't worry about yeah, stuff yeah, like $85,000, $85,000 a year. That's going to be less than a quarter of, of what you'll be making a year at a major airline. Significantly right, less right, than right. a quarter of what you'll be making. And you'll right. only be working like 10 or 12 days a month. So, well, yeah. let's put it this way, Sean, you and I started 20 years ago when it was the pay was awful and getting a job was awful. And it was still uh, right. because the ball job. was in the, so, the the ball was in the companies, these these, you know, the employer's court. It wasn't in the pilot's court. The pilots right. got the ball right now. And yes, totally. Yeah. 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 So, so that was a, um, uh, by, but even then, even when it was so hard to do it, when we did it, it was still worth it. So Absolutely. for somebody viewing today. So rewarding. Yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Somebody viewing it today, which has it 90 times easier than what we did. Um, it's definitely going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I, I just, I mean, that's the whole purpose of this channel and why we got it started. So I really appreciate everybody watching. I, we Real quick, it's a tidbit, tidbit on questions. that 90% because I was about to say it may even, the percentage uh, from zero to 100% may not even apply. I think it's 140% easier because not yes. only are these people falling all over themselves to hire you, even the major airlines, because that was that was the key. Not everybody made it to the majors back when Mike and I were doing this. Now there's guys- They, weren't, they went like years without even hiring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Years without a single pilot. If, if you made yeah. it, you didn't make it to your pretty much 40 years old or past 40. Now there's guys that are 25 years old getting hired at major airlines from the top to the bottom. People falling all these employers falling all over themselves to hire pilots for major airlines all the way down to flight instructors. But the machines are easier to fly. It is so much right. easier, like technically and educationally or mentally easier to fly these airplanes. Everything's digital, yes. moving maps and and, uh, you know, you're filing flight plans on an iPad or an iPhone and whatever. When Mike and I were doing this, it was everything was manual. It, it was a big chart spread across the cockpit, you know, and you're trying to figure out where you're at and whatever based on your time, speed, distance equations of how fast you're going versus whatever. Well, wait a minute. Well, we forgot about the 150 knot wind we have right now, you know, and you're going VOR to VOR. And uh, now it's just GPS with a moving map. So from the top to the bottom of this industry, the best time ever to be a pilot, hands down, no yeah. argument. There's no argument. 100% agree. 
hundred percent agree. Yep. Yep. And then, then, and it'll probably stay that way until the planes start flying themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and we're which a ways is, out from that. Which is coming. We just got an email from somebody asking that question about the autonomous um, freight planes. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to do an episode on that because it is something, but nothing to be concerned about. It's just at right. this point, it's just interesting. It's a little blip on the radar, you know? Yep. Totally. But, uh, totally. Yeah. Thank you for the questions guys. And hopefully that, uh, that answers, uh, and uh, that probably answers a lot of people's questions out there. And, and for one more quick thing on being 56 years old, don't let that stop you. It, remember there, there is no age limitation on the corporate world. You could literally, that's right. Be a corporate pilot to you, you know, have a heart attack driving to the airport when you're uh, 93 years old. If, <laughs> if somebody's gonna, if somebody's gonna keep you employed, uh, you can go as long as you want. Yeah, yeah. But uh, awesome. yeah, awesome. If you got a question for us, you like us to answer on the podcast, you can email us at podcast at propilotplaybook.com. But uh, other than that, thanks for tuning in, folks, and we'll thanks. We'll see you next week. Next week, yeah.